G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Realfaith.org.au Two days before they came, I had a dream. There was a white man that came and he asked for my hand in marriage. So the two days after that, I went to pick James up at the airport. And I looked at him and I said to God, Oh no, not him. <laughs> Welcome to Real Faith, conversations about the impact faith has on our lives and the challenges we go through, helping us today and giving us hope for tomorrow. That's real people, real life and real faith with Eric Scadabo. Well, we have an international love story for you today with James and Salate Norman. James grew up in Canada and Salate grew up in Fiji. So how did the two of them meet and marry here in Australia? And how did they get to the point where they're now serving the Lord on the Sunshine Coast? We'll find out today as James and Salate share their story. James and Salate, welcome to the program. Thank you. Glad to have you with us. And we want to know how did the two of you meet? That's what we're going to discuss today. But first, let's find out a little bit about your backgrounds. Let's start with you, Salate. You grew up in Fiji? Yes, I did. I grew up in Fiji, and um, I left Fiji when I was 20. My faith background, I was in Mormonism and grew up in the Mormonism faith for 13 years. Mm -hmm. That's what your family was? Uh, Half of my family. Mm -hmm. So my dad and my stepmom... Uh, were Christians already, and they prayed for me and led me to the Lord when I was 21 in New Zealand. Okay, and James, you grew up in Canada? Where in Canada? Yeah, I grew up in the lovely city of Vancouver on the west coast of Canada. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, life was a lot different than it is now. Um, First 18 years of my life, I would have called myself an atheist. There Mm -hmm. is no God, and... If he does exist, he's just a bully. Uh, my life was tough. I had a mom with a sing, uh, single mom with a mental illness. Uh, never known my father. Um, we lived in housing commission, and that's all I knew of life. So I believed, you know, that all you do is be a tough kid, and that's it. But. I met a girl when I was 18. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. And her parents said that if I was going to date her, I had to go to church with them. Mm. They were Christians. And they did this thing at their house called Alpha. Some of the listeners might have heard of Alpha. And I went through this Alpha course for four months with them. And I learned who this Jesus was. Uh, I learned that the Bible was something that I could actually understand. And in four months' time, God changed my life. He wow. showed me hope, purpose, mm-hmm. value of family, and changed my life from then on. Wow, so it sounds like you were really thirsty for wanting to know the truth. 
very much so. Mm-hmm. Living in the environment that I did, I didn't know what truth was until I saw it, mm-hmm. and I pursued it with everything I had. And then also you said you didn't really have a father, so having a heavenly father, well, it's wonderful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so then what happened in your life? Well, I uh, decided that if I was going to be a Christian, I was going to be all in. Mm-hmm. And so I took every opportunity I could to get mentored by people. The senior pastor of our church, he took me under his wing and mentored me. Uh, my girlfriend's father really fathered me and taught me what it meant to be, you know, a young man that wanted to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And through that journey, I developed a passion for mission. And in 2006, so I've just skipped over about 10 years. <laughs> but in 2006, I moved to Australia to a little town called Townsville. Oh, yeah. And I went and did six months' work with Youth with a Mission. And why did you pick Australia? Oh, because I'd seen Crocodile Dundee and I always <laughs> wanted to come here. <laughs> That's not a knife. Come on, mate. <laughs> what Canadian doesn't want to come to Australia? I knew it probably was something like that, but I just wanted to hear it from yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I was in Townsville mm-hmm. and did my discipleship training school, and uh, we did an outreach to this little place called Palm Island, uh, Aboriginal community off the coast of Townsville. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, the Fijian family that was living there just happened to have this young lady named Salate. Oh. And she was nice, but I was busy. I was a missionary. That's what God had told me to do. So we were just friends. And just friends. And kind of a long story short. Yeah, yeah we were just friends mm-hmm. for three years, actually. So kind of long story short, DTS finished, and uh, I was asked to go and live on Palm Island mm-hmm. to, to help out the, the pastor and his family there. And so while I was there... A team from a church in Newcastle came and did some work with us and saw me running like it shook with my head cut off and <laughs> said, hey, we need a youth pastor. Thank you, Rick. And I moved to Newcastle six months later. And so there's this lady, Salahe, on Palm Island. And here's me in Newcastle, 2,000 kilometers south. And every year, I'd go back to Palm Island. And every year, Salahe would be there. And the second year I went back, things changed. Oh, I was going to say, so you were just uh, friends and something obviously had to change. You're married now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, what happened? What changed? Um, I listened to God. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. So, so I'd gone back to Palm Island for a bit of a vacation. We'd done our missions trip. I was spending a week there. And I wake up the day after the mission trip, and I literally said to God, oh no, I think I like Salate. <laughs> oh no? Oh no, I think I like Salate. Because I was, I was a busy youth pastor, you know? I, was, I had stuff to do. I didn't have time for a woman. No time but, for... I, I think we need to have a long talk here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you... you you just wait, Eric. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. So over the course of that week, God really just just kept on showing me how amazing this woman was. Uh, I bought her a birthday gift, and in Palm Island, that's a hard thing to do. 
Is that right? Found her favorite colored flowers and favorite chocolates. And, oh, wow. And through the course of the week, I really just started falling in love with her. But I didn't want to say anything because mm-hmm. I, was, I lived 2,000 kilometers away. So where you need to pick up, so, so let me mm-hmm. just interject here. So obviously you, you thought this is going to be difficult because it's going to be a long distance relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, well, let's back up here. So I'll tell you, let's hear your side of the story. He kind of had you in the friend zone, it sounds like. Oh, yes. Were you thinking like that or were you interested in him from the start? Well, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I it's wasn't amazing the two of you even got together. <laughs> Well, I wasn't no? interested in anyone at the time. Okay. Um, I had just had a bad relationship previous, hmm. which ended a year before. And I submitted everything to God and wrote what I wanted in a, in a husband character. Mm-hmm. And I had a little worship and I submitted all to God and that was it. Mm-hmm. Two days before the mission trip came in 2008, mm-hmm. two days before they came, I had a dream. Oh. There was a white man that came with his mission trip, and he was sitting on the lounge room floor, and he asked for my hand in marriage. And so the two days after that, I went to pick James up at the airport. And I looked at him, and I said to God, Oh, no, not him. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was it. Wait, 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 wait. Just what you want to hear, right, James? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I said, Oh, no, not him. Uh Because I know him from previous mission trips. And Mm -hmm. thought, surely... Surely, God isn't sending him to me. Surely. This isn't starting off real good here, James. (laughs) Oh, it gets better, don't you Okay, okay, well, I'm I'm listening. So within that week, I asked him, how does God talk to you? So we've been talking on and off. We did dishes together and getting to know each other, and slowly... Within that week, I was falling in love with this character that God has sent me. Oh, it started eventually. It did. The love began. Okay, that's wonderful. And, sweetheart, what is it that you were saying to God over the course of that week? Because I was going to leave for Newcastle on Monday, and it's getting towards Friday, Saturday, and I haven't said a thing to Salate. What did you say to God? God, I'm not telling him anything. If you told me what you told me, for sure you will tell him what he needs to know. And so here's me procrastinating, not wanting to deal with this because I'm so busy. And finally on the Sunday night, I'm leaving in eight hours. I got up the nerves, and I looked Salati in the face, and I literally said, I like you, think you like me, now what? So that was it. And that was it. That's pretty bold. 
<laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> I mean, that could have backfired if, if things weren't uh, the way they turned out. Oh, it absolutely could have. And, and from there, we, we basically stayed up all night just talking about, you know, what God, we thought God wanted us to do with our lives and, and what we wanted from this relationship. Hmm. And we got married not even a year later. Mm-hmm. We, we just knew. Our guests today are James and Talate Norman, who are joining us from the Sunshine Coast to tell us their story as a couple. We'll hear more, including some of the challenges they've gone through when we return, right here on Real Faith. Looking for resources to grow your faith? Check out Vision Christian Store with books, movies, audio CDs, DVD resources and more. Plus, free delivery on orders over $50. See visionstore.org.au You're listening to Real Faith. Conversations with real people about how God works in their lives. Our website is realfaith.org.au Just go to the website and you'll find helpful articles about the impact faith can have on your life. And you can listen to past programs about the impact faith has had on others. Once again, that's realfaith.org.au Welcome back. I'm Eric Scadabo, and today I'm chatting with James and Talate Norman, who are sharing their story as a couple. James was born and raised in Canada, and Talate grew up in Fiji. And they met and married here in Australia. Now here's more of their story, including some of the challenges they've gone through when they wanted to have children. I think if we're honest, anyone who gets married has struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. life's full of struggles. Yeah. And we decided... We're going to wait a year until we even start trying for kids. Mm-hmm. We want to, you know, have a good partnership and we want to know how to work together well. And so a year goes by and as you think, all right, this should just work. It didn't. <laughs> you know, the first month comes by and second month comes by and the second year comes by. And it really got to the point we had been trying and doing all the things you should to get pregnant, and we weren't. Mm. We'd gone for tests, naturopaths, doctors, procedures, and then after four years of trying, the doctor basically said to us, you're not going to have kids without IVF, without help. Mm-hmm. So a lot of had complications. I had lazy swimmers. We weren't going to conceive naturally. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had, I had some issues with IVF, and, you know, there might be some people listening that do, and it took me about eight months to really wrestle through, would God want me to do this? Mm-hmm. And I came to a place where, yep, I think God's given us the green light. Somebody thought the same thing. We even had friends who had offered to pay for as many rounds as we needed. Oh, okay. And that can be a lot of money. Yeah. So, for from all natural purposes, it looked like there was every green light. Yes, let's go for it. Yes. But <laughs> we were heading back to Palm Island for a mission trip, and we prayed beforehand. God, we believe you want us to go ahead with IVF. Can you show us by the end of this trip what you want? We will do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So we go to Palm Island, go through our mission trip, 
and we get back, and we just knew that God was saying no. Hmm. He was saying, just trust me. So this is October 2014, and we had decided in our heart after the end of that missions trip, either we're going to adopt, or we're just not going to have kids. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we believed. Mm-hmm. Nine, ten months later, somebody uh, comes out of the bathroom and says, guess what? God's a miracle maker. Wow. We were pregnant with twins. Twins? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but, you know, the struggle didn't end there. We, we actually lost one of the twins, hmm. but uh, we now have a beautiful four-and-a-half-year-old half Fijian, half Canadian ball of fun. His name's Kalev, and he is the joy of our lives. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll tell you, any advice you could share with our listeners after going on that journey? Um, one of the advice is, when you're married, always remember you're in the same team. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no men versus women. You're in the same team. And if I could, uh, if I could jump in there, mm-hmm. yep. Men, listen to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the women in your life. If you're single, have some woman in your life, whether that's your mother or your grandmother, an auntie, uh, a lovely lady at church. Listen to the women in your life. I have been married for eleven years, mm-hmm. and when I listen to Salate. It seems things go really well. Well, I mean, on a practical level, let's just be honest about this, James. You know, mm-hmm. us guys, we miss things. And there are things that are going on that our wives are picking up that we're completely oblivious to. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's kind of nice and wise to actually listen to our other halves who uh, are kind of picking up stuff we're missing. Is that kind of what yeah. you're getting at? Absolutely. I think that's kind of how it's created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we need each other. Yep. And unfortunately, we're running out of time here, but you're also in ministry together. So can we find out what the two of you are passionate about ministry-wise? Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you remember? Yeah, I'm passionate about what supporting my husband in prayer and in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of all, to be here 100% for my son until school years. Mm-hmm. I think it's important... For when your husband is in ministry, supporting him in prayer, in advice, when work conflict comes up, you can be um, an outsider looking in, giving the background advice as best you can. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you have no problem giving him advice. (laughs) Is that right? Only when he asks of it. Oh, okay. But it sounds like you have uh, some opinions that you share with him from time to time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Wise opinion. Oh, yes. Very much yes. so. And James, what are you passionate about ministry-wise? I'm passionate just about letting people know about my best friend Jesus, whether that's in being a youth pastor or right now I'm managing a campsite, so a Christian camping ministry. Mm-hmm. And we share the love of Jesus through camping or if I'm a barista pulling shots, or whatever I'm doing, I'm just passionate about helping people get to know my best friend, Jesus. Wow, and the Lord brought the two of you together in a remarkable way, 
And now, what, you said you've been married 11 years now? Mm -hmm. 11 years, yes. And you have a bright future together sharing in ministry. Is that right? Absolutely. Well, James and Salate Norman, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. Thanks for having us there. It's been a pleasure. Our guests today have been James and Salate Norman, and as we heard, they both work at Tunnel Ridge Ranch. And if you want to find out more information about Tunnel Ridge Ranch, the website is tunnelridge.com.au. That's tunnelridge.com.au. You've been listening to Real Faith, and if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a message through our website, realfaith.org.au. That's realfaith.org.au. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next time for more conversations about God working in the lives of people who put their faith and trust in Him. That's real people, real life, and real faith. Real Faith is a production of Vision Christian Media. This program is a production of Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, see vision.org.au.